Ketoldes Rishen. Okay, we're starting from Rishen. Pasuk Yutes. The Eila Toldes Yitzchok Ben Avraham. These are the generation of Yitzchok, Avram's son. But he goes back and he says, Avram, holy this Yitzchok. Avraham gave birth to Yitzchok. He says already, these are the generations, the children of Yitzchok, the son of Avram, Avram's son. And then he goes back and says, Avraham gave birth to Yitzchok. Rashi is going to address it. What does it mean when he says, Ve'ela toildois Yitzchok, and these are the children of Yitzchok? Now the Pasuk doesn't tell you right away. The Pasuk goes back, and Pasuk Chof, it starts talking about how Yitzchok was old and 40 years old, and how he married her, and how she couldn't have any kids, and then eventually it says that she gave birth to twins, and she gave birth to them. So what does it mean when it says in the Pasuk, right away in the beginning, it says, these are the children of Yitzchok and Avram. Where are they? So Rashi, Yaakov Esav. This is referring to Yaakov Esav. Ha'amurim beparsha that are spoken of in the parsha later on. Those are the Teodos Yitzchok. So even though there's an interruption, but that's referring to the Teodos Yitzchok. And, but before the Torah tells you about the Teodos Yitzchok, the Torah... Uh, interrupts with uh, the story how the children were born. Now Avram heard this Yitzchok, Avram gave birth to Yitzchok. So Rashi is bothered by the question I said. Why would he have to say again Avram gave birth to Yitzchok if it says that Yitzchok was the son of Avram? So how come we're going back to Avram heard this Yitzchok? And Bechlal, that's Bechlal repeating it. Bechlal, if we're trying to say who Yitzchok's children are, why do we have to go back to say that Avram gave birth to Yitzchak, even if it wasn't a repetition? Even if we just said Eilat Teldus Yitzchak, for example, right? Without saying about Avram. We still don't need to say Avram Teldus Yitzchak because we learned in last week's parsha this is uh, how Yitzchak was born to Avram and Sarah. And two weeks ago in the parsha, the Malach came and told us she's going to have a son. The baby, the whole miraculous Loyal Yitzchak was born, right? So we wouldn't need it, anyways. But Rashi says, so actually, because the Torah writes, these are the children of Yitzchak ben Avram, so because of the, through this, that the Torah wrote Yitzchak ben Avram, that's why he was necessary, was required to also say, that Avram that Avram gave birth to Yitzchak. So he, was, he had to say already, also that Avram gave birth to Yitzchak. Because he already said Yitzchak ben Avram, he had to say that Avram gave birth to Yitzchak. Why? Because the jokers of that generation, the people who made fun, Litzonim is uh, people that are jesters, fun makers. So the fun makers of, of the city said, they would say, that Soro became pregnant from Avimelech. In other words, they said that Yitzchak was not actually Avram's son, but it was Avimelech's son. Why? Because they said, Sharekam Shonim Shosim Avram. For many years she lived with Avram, and she did not conceive from him. She did not become, did not get a baby. And what? And therefore, and now after she goes to Avimelech, all of a sudden, Sarah conceives. Maos Hakadosh Baruch Hu. But what did HaKadosh Baruch Hu do? Tzor kaster ponov shel Yitzchok doimel Avram Hashem formed the image of the face of Yitzchok that he looked just like Avram 
So veidu hakoil. So everybody can testify. Say, Avram hoylis Yitzchak. So Avram gave birth to Yitzchak. V'zehu shekos of Khan. And this is what the pasuk writes here. Yitzchak ben Avram hoyo. He'll tell Yitzchak ben Avram. Yitzchak is on Avram. Why? Shareidus yes Avram hoylis Yitzchak. Because there's testimony that Avram hoylis Yitzchak because he looks like him. Now, so it looks like like this that the Torah is actually coming to tell you. That Yitzchok, you should know. The Torah is sort of reassuring you that you should know Yitzchok is Ben Avram. And the reason how we know that Yitzchok is Avram is because it's obvious that Avram held is Yitzchok because Yitzchok looked just like Avram. Now, Bamison, this is the fact that the Litzoni had they were making fun, but you can see that they were all wrong because. You see that Avram had a lot of kids even after, because even after Sarah dies, we learned in the Parsha uh, that he, he married another woman, her name was Keturah. Rashi says that was Hagar. Avram married another woman. You weren't here that day when we learned it, but me and uh, Barry learned it. So it says Avram married another woman. Her name was Keturah, that is Sarah. And uh, that was Hagar. That was Hagar. After Sarah's death, he went, and he had six more children over there, the Pussy Counselor, and then man, other children, grandchildren. So, the fact that they say, but they said, but Sarah never had children with, with, uh, with uh, Avraham. And therefore, the Ebster made that, that miracle. So now the Pussy goes on explaining how the Avraham gave birth to Yitzchak, how that took place. So, Tarashi Pussy so Yitzchok was 40 years old. When he took for a wife, okay, I mean he took as Rivka. So Rivka was Besuel Ho'arami. Rivka was the daughter of Besuel, who was the from Arami. He was a Mipadan Aram, so he was called Besuel Ho'arami, who was Mipadan Aram. Comes from Aram, it's called Arami, and he was. She was also Achois Lavon Ha'arami. She was also the sister of Lavon, who uh, was from Aram. Loyli uh, Isha, he took her uh, Rivka for a wife, and as Rashi will explain, uh, this doesn't seem to be such a uh, great uh, lineage uh, taking a wife. Uh, whose father was Besuel and whose uh, brother was Lavan, they were all known to be uh, kind of low people and um, dishonest. And um, but Lavan will have opportunity to read later on with Yaakov. Uh, but even at that point, in the whole place was uh, Aram, a place where unscrupulous people lived. And Rashi is going to point out that this is actually coming to teach us the greatness of Rivka, that although uh, she was in all of that environment, yet it did not affect her. And as the Medrash says, that she is going to say that despite the fact that she was a, or surrounded by so many evil people, nevertheless, she was still able to be uh, a Tzedekis, and she did not learn from their ways. And it says, like a lotion is, it says, Kisheshana bein hachichim. Just like a rose between the thorns. So why, how come, you know, when you have a rose, you have thorns growing around it. Why do you have the thorns growing around it? Thorns, you know what thorns are? Why do you have thorns growing? If you ever see when there's a rose, there's thorns. 
You know, a rose is a beautiful flower called roses. You know, so there's always like thorns around it, right? So Rivka is considered like a Shoshana. She's like a rose, beautiful, smells good, pretty, looks good. It's 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 beautiful, but it's bein between the thorns, right? So why do, why are the thorns? Why does a why does a? We have to pick out the core because it actually protects, so that nobody should harm. You know, the beautiful rose, they, they, they serve a purpose. The reason there's thorns around there is that nothing nothing should, should be able to touch it. But the minute that you're ready to pick the Shoshana, uh, then you get rid of the Chochim. You know, in other words, when you water the Shoshana, you water there, and so everybody, the, the thorns, everything lives off of the watering. So the watering, the purpose of it is for the Shoshana, is for the, for, is for the rose. But what happens is everything else grows because of it. But as soon as the rose is ready to be picked, then you get rid of the uh, extra, the the, 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 the chaychim. So in this case, when Yitzchak was ready to get married with uh, with Rivka, and Rebbe explains that that's why he also had the kvitzes aderech, according to the Hasidic interpretation. Why did he have kvitzes aderech? He made it in one day, because as soon as Rivka was ready when she turned three years. She was ready to get married. In those days, for Rivka, she was three years old. So right away, they took her out from there. And the reason it was in one day, so that it shouldn't even take any time. You should go ahead and grab the rose out of there. So he married her right away. Yitzchak was 37 years old at the Akedah. And then he waited three years. At that particular time, Rivka was born at the same time that it was the Akedah. He waited three years for her to be ready to become his wife. And as soon as she got ready to become his wife, then Avram sent Eliezer, and Eliezer brought her back from there. Rashi ben Arboim Shono. It doesn't say anywhere that he had Fitzaderech by going back. I mean, according to this reason that the Rebbe gives in the Sicha, that the reason why he made it in one day was because she should not stay extra one day in the house of love and when she can go out. So apparently, as soon as she was out of there, it was already okay. So it doesn't say Kvitzaderech on the way back. But anyways, Ben Arboim Shono, 40 years old, look at Rashi. Sharik Shabo Avram. How do we have the Cheshna 40 years old? Because when Avram came, Mahara Meriya from Har Meriya, from Mount Meriya, Nisbaser Shanel Rivka. Then he was told the news that Rivka was born. In the Pasik it says that he heard, when he came back, he heard that Rivka was born. Yitzchok Hoyo ben Shloishim Besheva Shona. And Yitzchok was 37 years at the time. So how do we know that Yitzchok was 37 at the time of the Akedah? Sha'adibay bepeidik meisesore. Because at that time, during that chapter of the history, is when Sora died. And we know, Meshenoilad Yitzchok ad ha'akedah shemeisesore. From the time that Yitzchok was born until the Akedah, that Sora died... We know that it was Shloishim Yisheva Shonim. It was 37 years. How do we know that? Because Ubastishim Hoisok Shenelud Yitzchok. How old was uh, Sarah when Yitzchok was born? She was 90 years old. The Pasik says that Rivka, that Sarah was 90 years old when Yitzchok was born. Right? And then she died Ubasmeya Bez Esrim Yisheva Kshemesa. She was 127 when she died. How old was Yitzchok when Sarah, when Sarah died? How do you see? 37. If he was born when she was 90, right? And she died when he was 127. 
So from 90 to 127, 37 years. So that means that Yitzchak was old, 37 years when she died. And we know that Rift, that Sarah died because of the news of the Akedah. That's why she died, right? So we know that Parchonish Masa, that she died because of the Akedah. So we know that that is the time that he went to the Akedah. So he was 37 years old. Okay? Shenemar, because the Pesach says in Perich of Gimpas Galva, Yuchai Yisara, Me'yashonim B'Shevashonim, the beginning of last week's parasha, right? Me'yashonim B'Shevashonim. So Hare Li Yitzchak Shloishim B'Shevashonim. So Yitzchak was old 37 years. Uboi B'Perik, and that was the time that was said in Nelda Rivka, Rivka was born. Because the Pesach says, as soon as they came back from the Haramariya, the Pesach says that by Yugad, it was told to Avram, Hine Yolda, Milka, that Milka gave birth to his brother Nachar because Rivka was born. That the Babsuel, no, the the Nachar, the Nachar to Babsuel was born Rivka. So him he waited for her until she would be fit to be his wife. Shalli shot him three years, and also then he married her. So how old was he when he married her? How old he was? Forty years old. And how old was Rivka at the time? Three years old. Okay, So the Torah gives you the whole lineage that she was the daughter of Besuel from Padna Rom and she was also the sister of Lovan. Rashi doesn't ask about why it says Harami, he just says Basbisum Padna Rom. So Rashi, if he had not yet been written, she was Besuel, that she was the daughter of Besuel of Achais Lovan and she was the sister of Lovan. Pasquare said it before. Umi Padna Rom, she was Padna Rom. So why does the Pasuk try to say it again? El The Torah tells you her praise. Shahisa Bas Rasha, she was the daughter of a Rasha. We know that Basul was a Rasha. How do we know? Because Rasha before. But how do we know that Basul was a Rasha? No, it doesn't say. But how do we know Basul was a Rasha? Because we know that Basul wanted to stop the marriage. Rasha says the Malach came and killed him. Doesn't we know before? He was the sister of a Rasha. Because we know that, uh, first of all, we'll know soon with Lavan. But we know also that, 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 that Lavan was running after the money, after the gold and the silver. He was talking in front of his father. We learned before, it says, Vayan, Lavan of so we knew he was a Russia, so he was a Russia. And the place was uh, people of evil people. I, I'm just guessing, how do we, where did we see that the place of Anshirasha? First of all, uh, maybe that's the reason why Avram had to leave in the first place. And second of all, Lavan and Besuel lived in, the, in that neighborhood. And still, the Chiddush is the Lomdom Masayim. Although she, they were uh, bad people, and the sister, a bad father, and a bad brother, and bad neighbors, she still didn't learn from their same. Why do we call it Mipadanarom? What is Padanarom? Padanarom, the Rashi, Al Shem, Shashnei Arom Hoyu. Because there were two Aroms. There was Aram Naharayim, Baram Tseva. Aram Naharayim, and Aram Tseva. So that's why Koyro is some Padon. Padon means like a, a pair. A pair. A pair of Aram. Uh, like a Tsemet Bakar. When you have a, a pair of oxen, it's called a Tsemet Bakar. A pair by Tsemet. Targum Padon. So the Targum of Padon is Toyrin. Uh, which means padan toyrim, which means tzemet bakar is padan toyrim, is a pair of oxen. The yash places in padan arom, other people translate uh, the meaning of padan arom, kimoi, like sdei arom, like the field of arom. Shed beloshin yishmoel koyrim l'sodeh padan, that you call 
in the language of Ishmael, a field is called Padan. So it's either the field of Aram or the pair of Aram, because there were two Arams. So they came from Padan Aram, apparently there were two Arams over there. There was a pair of Arams over there. Prasuk of Aleph. So Yitzchok prayed to Hashem opposite his wife. Because she was a barren woman. Now it's interesting, all the wives, we see Abraham was barren. Abraham's wife was barren. Sarah couldn't have any children. Barren means a woman that can't have her children. Uh, now you have Yitzchak's wife was also barren, and you'll see by Rachel was also barren over there. He's a lady had children right away, but Rachel was also barren. But Kiish Kakorahi by Yosher Loi Hashem, no, by Yosher Loi Hashem, and Hashem accepted his his davening. and his wife Rivka became uh, pregnant. She conceived. What is Vayetar Yitzchok? What is Vayetar Yitzchok prayed? Loshen Vayetar, not Vayispalel. So Tarashi, Hirba, Vihiftzir, Bitfilo. He, a lot, he did a lot. He, 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 he entreated. Entreated means he, he begged Hashem. He persisted in davening for having a child. Then it says, Vayyoser Loi. What does Vayyoser Loi mean? Nispatzer. Uh, meaning that Hashem allowed to be entreated in other words when you persistent Hashem agreed and he was placated and he swayed by him in other words he, he agreed to, uh, to to Avram's davening Every time when it says Oser, it's a language of persistent prayer and a lot. And Oser means a lot. It has a lot of smoke going up. So Oser means a lot. That you put a lot of words on me. You bothered me a lot. Oser is a lot of bad. Also, there, uh, the kisses of an enemy are burdensome. So, what does it mean? Like, it seems like a sa, a lot, you know, it becomes a load. So, nesoris is also a lot. Okay, so what does it mean? Then it says in Pasik, by. What is the opposite his wife? So the opposite wife, this one was standing, Yitzchok was standing in this corner of the house in Davening. Vizu and she and his wife, Rivka, in this side of the house, that means opposite his wife. Now, since they were both Davening, but who did Hashem listen to the Davening? What does it say in the Pasik? Vayyoser means what? He accepted the prayer of whose whose prayer did Hashem accept? Loi. It says him to him. So Kedashi Loi v'Loi Lo to him and not to her. Why did Hashem listen to him? So Kedashi she'ena doimet filas tzadik ben tzadik. For it is not the same. It's not compared the prayer of a tzadik, the son of a tzadik, litfilas to the prayer of tzadik ben Rosha, of a tzadik, the son of an evil. In this case, it was a tzadikis who was the daughter of an evil person. And therefore, Hashem listened loy to him, but loy but not to her. Pasuk Chav Beis. By Yisroi Tzatzu Ha Bonim Bikirba, and the children, 
were struggling within her, in her stomach. They were struggling. And she said, So why, why, why am I, why, why this am I? In other words, why do I need all this for? She was praying so long to Hashem to, to, to have a child, but she was very hard for her because the kids were fighting inside her. She says, why am I this? In other words, why am I asking? She felt it in her stomach. So she says, why am I, did I ask for children like this? So she went, she went to ask Hashem. What it means, we'll see soon what she went to ask Hashem. She went to the, to, to the base Medrash. So he said, by Yisrael Tzatzu. So Rashi says, Al-Korchoch in other words, we were forced to say that this Pasik is telling us that we have to give it an interpretation from the Midrash because because the Pasik was not clear, it concealed and didn't tell us what is this struggle that was taking on. It says the children were struggling with it. It doesn't say what they were struggling with. Because of, and it writes in Cain Lomazanich, it writes, What am I all about, all about? So it says they were struggling, and she says, Lomazanich. So what's going on? So, Rabbi Seinu Darshua Loshen Ritza. Our teachers darshan it that Vaisreitzas of the struggle actually is the language of running. As she was passing by openings, doors of Torah, Shal Shem Ve'ever, of Shem and Ever, which is the yeshivas that were based. On the names of Shem and Aver. So Yaakov rots umefarches lotzis. So Yaakov was running, and he wanted to come out. And Yaakov was struggling, was running to come out because he he was a tzaddik, right? So as soon as they passed by a yeshiva where they were learning Torah, he was running towards the yeshiva to go out. But what happens? They feres al pischa but as soon as she passed by the drawers where people who worship idols, right? So what would happen? Esav mefarches lotzis. So Esav was running to go out because Esav wanted to worship idols. So that's why it was very tough for Rivka because the children inside her were fighting because one was a tzaddik. He wanted to go to the Bismedrash and the other one was a Russia. So that's Dabarachar. Another interpretation actually says, they were arguing one another, they were fighting one another. Another in the inheritance of the two worlds, of this world and the world to come. Because we'll see later on, Yaakov and Esau came by Yitzchak and they were fighting with the brachas and everything else. So this was a battle, and that battle uh, still goes on. Okay, okay, fine. came, so she said, if so, Godel Tzara Ibur that the pain of the pregnancy is so great so she says so why am I Dr. Ashi, desiring and praying for pregnancy so she went to seek Dr. Ashi, she went to the base medrash of shame interesting that Rashi before brings down when she would pass the doors of Torah of shame and Aver uh, Shame was Aver's grandfather, as we learned before. But I guess there was a base medrash for Shame, and there was a base medrash for Aver. And now, but when she went to seek, she went to the base medrash of Shame, not just to uh, not Aver. So Lidrish es Hashem, she went to seek Hashem. So that he should tell her what's going to be in her hand. Who's Yagid Law? 
Yagilah is referring to Shem himself. Shem was still around in that <coughs> time. It says Yagidlo, he should tell her. But um, but she also it says Batelech Lidrash, she didn't go to Shem Lidrash. Since she went Rashi says refers to the base Medrash Shem. But is Lidrash is Hashem. Yagidlo doesn't go on Shem. Yagidlo to Hashem. Hashem should through Shem. Yagidlo, he will tell her, God will tell her. What's going to be in the end? So, Pasuk of Gimel. So, Hashem said to her, There are two nations in your stomach, in your womb. And two kingdoms from your insides will separate. And one kingdom will become stronger than the other kingdom. The Rav Yavid Soir. And the older, the Rav, the older one, will serve the younger. Yavit will serve the younger. Zekrashi. Hashem said to her, Zekrashi, Hashem didn't actually appear to her. Because if Hashem appeared to her, then she didn't have to go to, to, to the base Medrash. Through an agent. Zekrashi here, Sasha specifically, Lishem Nemar Beruach HaKodesh. It was actually said to shame. So shame himself was there. It was said to Shem Baruch HaKodesh through Ruch HaKodesh Shem told Vuhu Omar Lo and he went and told Rivka about this Shnei Goyim Bivitnech two nations now the word Goyim is written with two Yuds instead of Goyim Gimel uh, Vav uh, Yudmem is written with two Yuds Geyim uh, Geyim Ksiv Zokrashi uh, that this refers Elu uh, uh, game Shnei game game is like exalted people there was two exalted people the game Vitna and actually it says Elu Antoninus Verebi this word Antoninus and Rebbe Rebbe was Rebbe Yehuda Nasi Rebbe Yehuda the Prince Shalei Paskum Al Shulchanam from whose tables uh uh, there was never stopped. They always had loitzunoyim. There was never shortage of radishes and loichazeres, and not lettuce. They always had radishes and lettuce. They never stopped. Not in the summer days and not in the winter day. What does that mean? What does that show? Because in olden days, in order to get these grow in a certain season, you'd have to bring them from another place, from another season. Only people that were extremely wealthy uh, were able to afford and people who were really um, um, exalted were able to afford to eat in the summer and the winter months, in both months, to have these um, these chazeres and uh, and 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 tsnoin. And this is why the pasuk says shnei goy games, two very important people. Ushnei laumim and two laumim. What is a laum? Zokrashi ein laum elamalchus. It means kingdoms. Two kingdoms will come out. Mimeaychi paredu zokrashi mina maayin hein nifradim. From the womb, in other words, not separate, they will separate, but straight from the womb. This one for his evil ways, and this one for his innocence. I mean, what a good news to tell a mother when she's pregnant about her two kids, and why there's all this fighting, and why there's all the things, telling her some bad news, and telling her one good, one bad. But maybe that's why Rivka knew already from the time of the birth, she already knew who Rivka and who Asa was, because she went to seek who Esau and who Yaakov was. She knew already right from the beginning. It wasn't like she had to find out later on. I mean, she, she knew right, right in the start. So, Tlashi, Mil'oim Yamats, 
Uh, they will overpower each other. One nation overpowers the other ones. They will not be equal in their greatness. comes and if one gets up, the other one falls. So the passage says, that when one is full, is on the destruction of the other one. When Tzur, Tzur was not uh, fulfilled, became great. Only from destruction of Yishalayim. So Asa becomes great when Yishalayim is destroyed. And the Yidin are great when they destroy Asa. And her days to give birth were complete, her pregnancy was complete. And behold, there were twins in her stomach, like the like Shem told her. Shem told her. Her days were filled. Over here it's written her days were filled before she gave birth. But by Tomer it's written at the time that she gave birth. Because over there her days by Tomer weren't filled. We're going to learn later the story with Tomer and Yehuda. Because she gave birth to the Shiva Chadashim She gave birth to seven months. As opposed to uh, Rivka, she gave birth a full term, nine months. And behold, Tumim, Tumim would mean uh, twins, but here it says Tumum, it's without the Yud, Chaser. By Betomer it says Te'oimim, here there's no Aleph and there's no Yud, over there is Te'oimim, Molly, it was full, the fish's name Tzadikim, because uh, over there they were both Tzadikim, by, uh, over there there was uh, both of the children of Tamar, were uh, Zorach and Paratz, Zorach and Paratz. But here there was something missing because it wasn't time, it wasn't full. One was a tzaddik and one was a rasha. And the first one came out, he was red. He was completely like a coat of hair. He was a very hairy. He was red, very hairy. And they named him Esau. They named them. Who named them? Who called them? Rashi is going to say everybody called them. Yeah, the Mustafa did. Yeah, Admoni. Yeah. Yeah, but he was the Hasidin of a, a Jew, a Mumar, like who rebelled. A Mumar means a Jew that left his religion. Admoni, Zok Rashi. Why was he red? Simon who? Sheyehay Sheferdam. What? Yisrael Mumar is a Jew who converts to another religion and he's... It's still like a put on film because he's a... Well, not if he's a Mumar, he has another status. I mean, if he does it deliberately, it's not, not so simple. So why could a Jew... A Jew is not, is not a Mumar. He's not, he doesn't know. A Friday is a Tinnik Shanishba. Okay, but he's not a mummer. No, a mummer means who, who drops the Abishta, takes another religion, and um, goes against the Abishta. These today's people are mostly are all Tinekshinishba. So, what's the sign of Admoni being red? Simon Hushi Sheferdam. That's a sign that he's going to pour blood. That's why red. Red is blood. Kulay Kaderaseir. He was full like a hairy, uh, like a coat of hair. Molly Sal Kitalis Shilsemer. He was full of hair. Like a garment of, of wool, Hamalaya Sar, which is full of hair. Pulkila Blas, Arik Semer. So, they called him Mesa. Who called him Mesa? It was a Krashi. Hakal Kordalai came. Everybody called him. Why? Lifishoyu Nasev and Nigmar beside him. Keep a Shalim Harba. 
because he was like made. Also, Esau means like also he was done. He was already made like with his hair, just like a, a, a child of a lot of years. He was so much here. And afterwards, his brother came out. And his hand was holding on to the heel of Esau. And they called his name Yaakov. And again, the Pesach says, Yitzchok was 60 years old when he gave birth to them. No. So Yitzchok was what? So he was 40 years that he... Um, he was 40 years old, what? What it said before, when he married her. And after 20 years, he was born. He was 60 now, so that was 20 years later. Right? And afterwards, his brother went out, Zukrashi gave her. I heard a Medrash Agodah that interprets it, the verse, according to its simple meaning. That he was by right. He was holding on to him to prevent him. He was when his hand was holding in his heel. He was trying to prevent Esav from coming out first. Yaakov noitzer mitiper shayna veEsav min ashniya tzayu lemad mishveferes shapio ketzoro. You can learn from a pipe whose narrow opening ten loshte avonim. If you put in two stones, zutachazua nichnesus rishayna teitzay achroina vanichnes achroina teitzay rishayna. Rashi gives a whole explanation over here, so I'm not going to go into why Yaakov thought that he deserved to be the first one born also, and he was trying to hold on to Esau. Ba'akev Esav. What does it mean in the heel of Esav? Simon, it's a sign. She ends the maspik ligber malchusay. Holding in the heel, meaning he would not finish his kingdom. Until this will get, this one will get up, and it'll take it away from him. Ba'yikro Shmo Yaakov. Now, before it says Ba'yikro, here it says Ba'yikro Shmo Yaakov, and he called his name. Who called his name? Zukrashi Akodesh Baruch Hu. First Hashem, Hashem called me Yaakov. Dovarachar. Another interpretation. Oviv Korel Yaakov. It's his father that called him Yaakov. Al Shem Achizas Ha'ekev, based because of holding on to the heel. Ekev, so Yaakov is, comes from Loshen Ekev. Ben Shishim Shono, sixty years old. Zotrashi. Eser Shoni Mishenoso, ten years from when he got married. Achinasis Ben Shlobashloishesrei, till she turned thirteen years old. Veruili uh, Roy, and then she could be become pregnant. Because before that she couldn't become pregnant. And those ten years he waited, and for her commission also of Avram, like his father, uh, like his father did for Sodom, that he waited uh, ten years before he married Hagar, before Avram took Hagar. So he waited for her for ten years. So once she did not become pregnant after ten years, so he knew that she is. Anakora, that she is barren. He's and for her. Now, what did Avram do when his wife couldn't give birth? Couldn't give birth after ten years. What did he do? Married another wife. Married another wife. He didn't want to marry a shivka 
because he was sanctified on Mount Maria to be a complete oila, so he didn't know he wasn't going to marry a shivcha. Pasuk of Dalit, I mean Pasuk of Zion, and the young people grew up, and Esav was ish a man of Yidei Tzayid, who knew how to hunt. He knew how to hunt Ish Sada, he was a man of the field. But Yaakov Ish and Yaakov was an innocent person. Yeshiv Aholim, he was dwelling in the tents. When they grew up, so even though Rashi said before that from the womb they separated each one to their own. So Rashi calls Mancha Yukatarim as long as they were children. You couldn't tell their actions. You couldn't, by their deeds, you couldn't tell them. They know them a tactic by them. Mativum, and people would actually not look in. What are they? What good are they? Or how did they behave? Kivon shenasu b'nei shloishas rishonim. But once they turn thirteen years old, that means vayigdul anaorim that they got that they got old. So what happens? Zepiris lebatlem adrashim zepiris lebatizorim. This one turned to base medicine. This one go to medizorim. Yoideyat Said, he knew how to hunt. So simply, he knew how to hunt means that he was a hunter. He knew how to hunt, he knew how to hunt animals. But Rashi says, Yedei Atzayid knew how to hunt. Lotsu to hunt to Laramas is Ovi He would trick his father with his mouth. He would cheat his father. Vishoyala, he would ask his father, Abba Heichma Asrin Asamelech, Father, how do you give a tithe from salt? Or Vesatevan, how do you give a tithe of straw? A tithe means 10. You have to give 10%. So he says, how do you give 10% from salt? I mean, what kind of question do you take 10%? They give him the salt. The Rebbe explains in Asicha that because salt makes other things taste good. So he was asking his father, do you just give him the salt alone? Or do you give from what it makes good? Because its value is more than just what it itself. That's it. Same thing goes for Tevin. The Rebbe explains the Asicha there. But Kosovar Ovid, what did his father think? Because he's asking all these questions. Shumadagdik b'mitzvah, that he was very careful with the mitzvahs that he's asking such questions. Not in the simple thing. If he'd ask, how, how do you give a tenth of salt? That would mean that it's very, very religious. That would mean, you know, that he's, that he's kind of ignorant if he just asked. But the way the Rebbe explains it, he had a deeper question is, how do you uh, give a tenth of the salt in the tavern? Ish Soda, a man of the fields of Kalashi, Kimashmoy, as the meaning. What means a field person? Odom bottle, that is a person who's idle, he doesn't have any occupation that he goes and works. But and he hunts with his keshes, uh, with his bow. He goes and he hunts animals and birds. What is Yaakov was a Tom? Tom means what? Innocent. He wasn't knowledgeable in any of this type of hunting and tricking his father or hunting. His heart so was his mouth. In other words, he spoke what it was in his heart. He didn't say in his mouth anything different than his heart. Esau was tricking his father, not him. A person who is not sharp to trick, Koritam is referred to as a tam, is an innocent. Yoshev Aholim, he was sitting in the tents. That means he was sitting in the tents of shame and the tents of Aver. We already had before the Chumash that when they would go out the tents of Shem and Aver, Yaakov would run to get out, right? And those were the tents that he was sitting in, Yeshev Eholim. And by Lidish Elikim, she went specifically to Shem again. mentioned that before. Pasuk Chavches. 
Vayav Yitzchok is Esav, and Yitzchok loved Esav. Why? Kitzayiv Bifiv. Uh, because there was a hunting in his mouth. In other words, in the Pashta sense, his Kitsai gave him food because he hunted, you know, he hunted for him, so he gave him food in his mouth. He fed him well. The Rivka Evans is Yaakov, but the Rivka loved Yaakov. See the same thing also by Sarah and Avram. Avram was He was happy with Yishmael, but it was Avke Sarah that knew who, uh, that it was uh, Yitzchak. And here by Yitzchak too, Yitzchak loved Esau. It says, and Rivka loved uh, Yaakov. So Rashi kitzayid b'fiv in his mouth. Whose mouth? Kitagumay. Targum translates it b'fiv shel Yitzchak. So Yitzchak loved Esau because there was hunting in his mouth, in the mouth of Yitzchak, because he fed him well. But the Medrashay and the Medrash says b'fiv shel Esau. There was hunting in his mouth. His refers to Esau's mouth. So Yitzchak Esau maramei b'dvara because he would hunt him and he would cheat him with his word. When you hunt. You trap somebody when you tell him something wrong. You mislead him. That's called like trapping him. So he trapped his father. Pesach of Tess. Vayozid Yaakov Nozid. So Yaakov cooked a uh, something, a, a, a pot of, of uh, soup. Oh, we'll see. Rashi will say what it was. So Esau came from the field while he was uh, tired. He was Vayozid Zeklashi Loshim Bishol. That means the logic of cooking, Kitaguma, as the time says. Vuayev, he was tired, not just tired, through uh, murder, committed murder. So I don't think this is not talking about animal, because that's not called Ritzicha, that's called hunting. He was a Ritzich, he killed some people. My soul is faint before the murderers, in other words, for the kill, because he was a murderer, because Asa was a, was a murderer. So he comes home. So he wasn't just tired. He was tired because he he uh, he, he he killed some people or something. But it uh, doesn't say. Pasuk Lamet. Vayomer Esav al Yaakov. So he says to Yaakov, Haliteni no mina odim haodim azeh. Pour into me. Haliteni no means pour. In other words, not with a spoon. You take a little bit of time. He like he opened up his mouth. Rashi says, and just go, just pour it all in right into his mouth. You know, straight through his mouth. His mouth just acted like a funnel to get it in the stomach. So he just, you know, pour it all in. So he says, pour in that red stuff. That red stuff, that red paj where he was cooking over there. He says, because I'm tired. And therefore his name was called Edom. Why? I thought it was called Edom because we said before. Uh, that he was red uh, because Kula uh, that he was born red, but here he was red because of the of the red lentils that he asks. Haliteni is Rashi. What is the meaning of haliteni? Eftach pi, I'll open my mouth. just pour a lot into it. like we learned, in we do not stuff a camel of a maliti but. You may put food into its mouth, like, you know, start, this is talking about Shabbos, uh, and Shabbos, what you're allowed to do to the camel nut. Minodim ha'odim, what does it mean from the red, red? Zakrashi adashim adumis, they were red lentils. Va'isa ha'yoy meis Avraham, it was that day that Avraham died. Shalayiras Esau ben benoy Yitzhak d'arbosro, so she shouldn't see Esau, his grandson, going out into uh, bad ways. 
that wouldn't be the good old age that God promised him. Therefore, Hashem shortened so five years of his life. Hashem took away. Yitzchok lived 180 years. And this one, uh, Avraham, lived 175 years. So he died of that time. And Yaakov cooked the lentils to give food to the mourners. That's the first meal he gives to the oval. So that's why, who was the oval? The oval was his father, he was Yitzchak to give him the. So that was the. Um, that was that. Was that. So how, how old was. How old was Yishmoel? Uh, I mean, uh, how old was Esau at that point? Uh, Rashi says they were turned 13, and it looked like it all happened when they were age of 13. That's about what it happened over there. Okay? Now, we'll see also Rashi later on, the Cheshbin in the end of the Parsha, but that's, that's we'll wait for later on. Why did he cook lentils? Because they are similar to a, a, a circle. Because morning is a galgal Morning is also a circle that turns in the world. It's a circle. It goes around the circle because people get born and people die, you know, and everybody gets, gets it. And another thing is, another reason, ma'adashim, just like lentils, they don't have a mouth. In other words, there's no opening. There's no, they're completely sealed. Like as a morning, doesn't have a mouth, he can't speak. What? And and therefore, haminag, the custom is lahabri says to avil b'tchilas macholi to give the mourner the first food you give him. You know, it's the minig is to give him beitzim, also eggs shemagulim. They're also circle, bein lahem peh. They don't have a mouth. They're not actually circle eggs. Eggs. They're not actually circle. They're a little bit. There. It's also circle. Kach avil ein lepeh bein lepeh. Kach avil ein lepeh. Also, avil doesn't have a mouth. They're made cotton as we say made cotton chafal base. That it says that then over the first three days after the passing, he cannot answer greetings to every person. In other words, he has no mouth, he's not supposed to speak. And of course, you're not allowed to even ask for to begin with, you're not allowed to respond when somebody speaks to him, but certainly not can cannot ask. from three until seven, that's the Shiva from three to seven. He can respond but not ask. So generally, Avil uh, is defined by somebody who doesn't have a mouth, and that's why these things don't have a mouth, they don't have an opening, and that's why we feed the egg or the lentils in that case. Lamad Aleph. And Yaakov, Yaakov says to Esau, Sell me, uh, as of these days, your rights to the firstborn, your first birth, the birthright, sell to me. He's asking his birthright. Michra Kayoim, what does it mean? Michra Kayoim means as today, the Kashi Kitargum Lagitargum translates it. It's not from today, but as this day. Kiyoim Shubaru, just like as the daytime, now it's clear, at the daytime. Kach Mechirli Mechira Brura, sell me a clear sale, sell me. Why did Yaakov ask for to sell him the Bechira? What did he want the Bechira for? So Tadashi Bikhiroscha, your firstborn right, Lefisha Vaidu Bibhiris. Because the services goes with the firstborn. Later on, maybe should take it away from the Bukhir, took it away from the Bukhir, and I gave it away to the Levim. But Lahathila, it was meant to be the firstborn were meant to have the Bukhir. 
Omar Yaakov ain't Rosh Zekidash Yaakov Akadish Baruch. This evil person isn't fit so that he should sacrifice to Hashem. Therefore, he wanted to take it away from him. So, Lamed Beis, by Yoimer Esof. So, Esof says, Now, this was Yaakov was uh, making a deal with him uh, because he, he asked him for the thing. He wanted to make a deal. He says, Okay, I'll give it to you. He, he asked him to halitani, no, give me, please, you know, stuff it in. So Yosef said, the Bozal Ahmed Beis. Yeah, it doesn't say Bifesh, but it's Mashma that that was the, the, the thing. Because you'll see that after he swears to him, he gives it to him. So Bozal Ahmed Beis, but Yemir Esav, so Esav says, Behold, I'm going to die. Uh... So why do I need the birthright? You know, in other words, I'm not interested. Um, I go to die, meaning Rashi says in the first in the parentheses Rashi says It's it's the birthright is something unstable. It it moves around. Because not all the time will the service be through the firstborn. We'll take it. So he says he doesn't need the Lomus means that it doesn't, Lomus it dies, it doesn't stay, it's not forever. And So Esav said, what, what, what is the nature of this type of service uh, that you're talking about? So he tells him, There are many warnings, there's many penalties, there's many deaths that are hanging If you are your tome, if you do things the wrong way, there's a lot of halachas that are involved with doing the Avaidah. Like we learned, The following get Misa, If you're drunk, you go into the base of Mikdash. Uncovered head. So he says, Then I'm going to die for it. What do we have? So he says, means I'm going to die. I'm going to die because of this Bechayra. So what do I need it for? So Lamed Gimel, Yaakov says, Hey, you know what? For Yaakov being such a Tam, not such a sharp guy, such an innocent guy, not knowing anything, all this monkey business, he's rash says he doesn't know, he did pretty well, right? Yaakov says to him, He says, Swear me today, as this day, Again, clearly, as Rashi said before, Michal Chayyim says Shavali Chayyim by Shavaloi. So he swore to him by Yim Kadosh Yaakov. So he sold his firstborn right to Yaakov. Pasuk Lamedalit by Yaakov Nosan by Esav and Yaakov gave to Esav lechem. He gave him bread and zid adashim and the lentils cooked the lentils and they cooked them. By Yochel he ate. By Yeshet he drank. By Yochel he got up. By Yelach. And he left by Yivas Esav as and Esav despised or embarrassed the firstborn right. Who says by Yivas Esav as It's not like Esav went around being the pasuk says, "Hey, that kosu by Yivas Esav said Rashi, 'Hey, that kosu by Rishoy.' The pasuk testifies on his evilness. That he insulted, he degraded the service of Hashem by selling it away." For a pot of lentils. Chapter 26, verse 1. Ba'oretz, and there was a famine in the land. Milvad aside from the first famine, Avram, that had been in the days of Avram. And Yitzchok went to Avimelech, Melech Plishtim, the king of Plishtim, Grora to Gror. 
Posik Beis, Vayeda Elov Hashem, and Hashem appeared to him, Vayoimer, and he said, Altered Mitzrayma, do not go down to Egypt, Shchoin Ba'aretz, dwell in the land, Asher Eimer Alecha, that I will tell you. Altered Mitzrayma, says Rashi, Shehoyu Daito Leredus Mitzrayma, for he had in mind to go down to Egypt, Kemoshi Yored Ovi Bimeherov, as his father had gone down in the days of the famine. Amar Loi, so Hashem told him, Altered Mitzrayma, that you are uh, not to go down to Mitzrayim, don't go down to Mitzrayim, Sha'ato Oila Tmima, you are a perfect burnt offering, Vein Chutzo Lo'oretz Kedailoch, and the uh, Eretz Yisrael, being outside of, of Eretz Yisrael, is not fitting for you. Pasigimu, Gur Ba'oretz Hazois, Sojourn in this land, Ve'eyi Imcha, and I will be with you, Va'avarechecha, and I will bless you, for to you and your seed I will give as kol all these lands, and I will establish the oath that I have sworn to your father Avram. Ha'el, without the haze, it's equivalent to Eila these. I will multiply your seed like the stars of the heavens. And I will give your seed, all these land, and all the nations of the earth, that all the nations of the earth will bless themselves by your seed. And they will bless themselves by your seed. Adam Eimer Lebenoi, a man tells his son, Yehei, May your children be like the children of Yitzchak. And the same is in all of the Chumash. And the following is the father of all of them. Uh, later on in Lahal, Pesach, by Perik, Memchaz Pasichah, Yisrael, that uh, through you shall Israel bless, Lamer, saying, Yisimcha Kiafraim Vichemnashe. May uh, may Hashem place you or see you as a Ephraim and Menashe. We also find with regards to the curse uh, in such a manner, uh, such a way. It says, And the woman shall be a curse. Whereby one who curses his enemy says, Oimer, he says, take your plenis. May you be like that particular per- person. V'chein, Yishayah Samachetam Tazvav, in Yishayah Samachetam Tazvav, Yinachtem Shimchem L'Shvua L'Bichiri. May leave your name as an oath to my chosen. Shanishba Oimer, by one who takes an oath, says, Eheki Ploini, Imo Sisik Avakach. May I be like that particular person if I did such and such. So, um, it's like somebody depending on either blessing or cursing or accepting the Shavuot to come to me like the other person. Hey, because, Eikev, because, Hashem Avram Bekoili, he kept uh, my voice, he listened to me, uh, and he kept my commandments, my my uh, 
um, my guard, but he kept my mishmarti. Uh, um, that's the guard, as Rashi will say. And mitzvaysa is my commandment. Chukaysa my statutes. Vesayroysa and my instructions. Shama Avram bekoili zok Rashi. When did he listen to my voice? Kshenisisayroysa. When I tested him. Vayishmer mishmarti. What does it mean? Kept my charge. Zok Rashi. Gzeiro laharchoko. This is referring to the decrees to distance himself from transgressing the warnings of the Torah. For example, secondary prohibition to prevent uh, incest from occurring, and uh, the rabbinic decrees to safeguard prohibitions of the Shabbos. Uh, my commandments, this is referring to things, which had they not been written, would have been fit to be commanded. Uh, as for example, prohibition against robbery and bloodshed. My statues, this is referring to those things, that the evil inclination and the nation of the world Mashivin Aleim argue against, for example, Kigoyin, Achilas Chazir, the prohibition against eating pork, Ulevishas Shatnas, and wearing garments of wool, She'ein Tam Bedover, and uh, wool and linen, Shatnas, wool and linen, a mixture of wool and linen, for there is no reason, uh, is given, Elo, Gzeres HaMelech V'chukes V'alabodov, but which are the decree of the king and the statues over his servants. V'seiroi Soi, and my instructions, uh, in the plural, Maserosi, Maserosoi, like a plural, Lahavi Torah Shabbatu includes oral Torah. Halacha uh, Lameisha Misinai, the laws given to Meisha from from Sinai.